Ooh, that song's a nice six and a half minutes long, Josh. We could let that play forever. Um, Better than listening to me talk, I'm guessing. Uh, hopefully. Uh, how are you feeling today, Josh? I am going to go ahead and apologize up front if I cough in the mic. Oh, God. Oh, that was intentional. It's gonna, no, it's, not, it's gonna be a long show, folks. All right, Wheezy. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm feeling great. Why should I be feeling any certain way? No, I just, you know, I, I think I've started every show so far asking you how you're doing, so. Oh, yeah, well, how are you doing? I uh, live in the dream. Uh, I had to replace a tire today. That cost me about 200 bucks after I found a nail in it, so that kind of blew, but uh, got to see some family and did a, fa- a fantasy draft before I came here, so that's all good. Taking care of Bradley's dog. Uh, yeah, all things are green over here. Golden, some would say. Yeah, no, how, how is Miko? Has she eaten all the, all the furniture yet? Yeah, I mean, Brad instructed me just to leave her a box of Cheez-Its. Um, that's kind of what she eats over the course of her life. So I just, every so often I go over there and I give her a nice big handful of Cheez-Its. And uh, true story, I tried to play like a little fetch with her in the yard. Like there's a wiffle ball sitting out there. And uh, I grabbed a bat out of Brad's garage and I hit it out in the yard and she just Dingers looked at me. Though, right? No, I mean, I didn't go over the fence because otherwise Miko couldn't get it. Otherwise I would have popped a dinger, obviously, Josh. All right. Um, but yeah, Miko. Miko didn't even go get the ball. I don't know if Bradley doesn't play fetch with her dog or with his dog or what, but come on, Miko. Yeah, no, I guess that's I, I I guess I've never seen Bradley interact with Miko other than when he punches her in the face and plays wrestling with her in the <laughs> living room. So Is there anything else to do? I, I guess I don't know. I did that with Kaya until she bit my hand and then I got pissed. But um speaking of Kaya, she is our guest for this evening. Um there may be a little bit of woos in the background, some chewing. So just uh, for all four listeners, please ignore that. Nah, four listeners is generous, Josh. We're at uh, a solid one, maybe. I don't think anyone listened to episode two. I also didn't advertise it to anyone, so that might you know be a part of it. Well, I, I don't blame them. Yep. Uh, anyways, here at the top of the show, I'd like to advertise we are now officially available on iTunes. Um, we should be available on Google Play very soon. I was hoping it'd be ready by the podcast, but as I'm sitting here refreshing the page, it's not quite ready. Um, so we're available on iTunes. I think in episode two, we never encouraged anyone to email the pod. So again, that's always hiddenoaksoverdose at gmail.com. Um, and then Josh will go into the little first piece of business here. So you, I tried to surprise you during the show, but it got spoiled. We have a beautiful new logo. Um, Absolutely gorgeous. Um, so if you're watching this or if you're listening to this on your phone, you should see our logo on iTunes or on Google Play or on SoundCloud or whatever. Um, obviously, we've got Josh as the cheese head. Got me down there looking nice and chubby with my Vikings helmet. Uh, I've got a nice little tree in the, in the O of Oaks. I don't think that's an oak tree, but it could be. But it's a beautiful looking tree overall. Um, I'd like to give a plug to my good, good friend, Levi Oki. Incredibly handsome, incredibly talented. Um, if you're interested in getting some art done or just learning more about this man, you can find him on Instagram. Um, he's Levi Oki Illustration. That's L-E-V-I-O-K-E-Y Illustration. I'm not going to spell illustration because I can't. Um, but no, Levi- just humorous. <laughs> no, illustration, please. Uh, Z4Q... Batman symbol. I think that's it. Uh, but anyways, Josh, I just, so something you haven't seen yet was the original uh, draft of that picture. And uh, I was like, did you draw Josh or his dad? <laughs> Tell me so no, no one else can see this, but uh, that is not Josh Mitchell. That is Alan Mitchell. <laughs> Josh doesn't know what to do. Um, that is um, That is Josh Mitchell after six nights of straight binge drinking waking up in some colombian prison after doing 40 pounds of cocaine and then just saying you know what let's smile let's just smile that is a scary ass human being right there 
that's not scary. That's your dad. That is, tell me that's not your dad. <laughs> okay. That's your dad. You just you had all those really nice things to say about your dad. I hope he never listens to this now. <laughs> Holy shit. No, 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 no. I, I was we'll just take that away it. now. Yep, let's just edit that one out. <laughs> no, no, we will not edit that out. But yeah, I was like, <laughs> you okay? All right, Josh is, you can't do black tar heroin right before the show, Josh. You know this is what's going to happen. And, it's to, and to, to make himself feel better with his constant coughing, he has a nice little uh, Crown Royal in his cup. Instead of, you know, like water or medicine, he's got Crown Royal to... There's ice. <laughs> All right. All right, Ron Swanson. Oh, you can't chew into the mic either. Jesus. Oh, my God. Uh, so anyways, we should probably start talking about football at some point, right? We've probably lost already all of our listeners already, and we're only five minutes in. But, uh, Josh, a lot of shit happened in the football world today. We probably shouldn't uh, take too long talking about any one thing, but uh, you're on NFL.com from what I see. Hit us with those headlines, boss. Um, Yeah, hang on. Let me get back to NFL.com because oh I was God. not on there. Someone's not prepared for um, the show. So, yeah. So... Got a couple headlines, a couple big ones, especially um, since we are trying to go back and forth between actual football and fantasy. Um, fantasy relevant, McKinnon suffers torn ACL during 49ers practice. Um, seems to be in non-contact. Um, they were worried that it might be a long-term um, injury right off the bat, but they didn't think it was an ACL until they got the tests back, it sounds like. Ravens kicker. Um, well, actually, I don't even know if it, is. it looks like a kicker. He's kicking in the picture. Karvedvik found injured on a Baltimore street. Apparently, they do not like the idea of him coming after Justin Tucker's job. Don't think he has anything to worry about, but um, yeah. Um, Cleo agrees to six-year, $141 million deal with the Bears. Um, left tackle doesn't work well for the Vikings. Um, Terrence Newman retired, joined the Vikings coaching staff. I'm really pumped about that one, honestly. Terrence Newman's a big deal. I'm glad he's sticking with Zim. What if he gets a second wind and wants to come out of retirement? I'm fine with that. We'll just have to cut somebody. I'm sure we'll have like eight injured linemen. Well, there some came out earlier saying that um, since he joined the coaching staff, he is not eligible to return as a player. Okay. Well, then, yeah. Then he can't come back as a player. You just answered your own question, Josh. Well, I'm just saying, what if he All right. Um, <laughs> hard knock stars, Kajusti and Orchard are cut. Um, so... I haven't watched any Hard Knocks. Have you checked that out at all, Garlic? Uh, no, I hear it's really good, and I want to watch it every year, but uh, the Browns just didn't excite me in any way. Um, I'm going to skip this next one because we'll get into that in a little bit. I'm going to go back on some things, but uh, Cowboys release kicker Dan Bailey. Um, kind of a shock. He usually is a pretty solid kicker from what I understand. Certainly one of the best in the game. Uh, high percentage of accuracy. Um, yeah, I don't know. That, that's tough. I'd like to see Pat McAfee's uh, take on that cut yeah no yeah he's uh he's usually pretty vocal on twitter so that might be something to look into um and then rg3 survives a cut making the ravens 53 man roster so mm-hmm. someone's got to get joe flacco water on the sideline though so i guess that's why interesting to see i wonder if at any point do you think he, he could compete compete with lamar jackson um or is he just there just in case or why is he why did he make that team of all teams i have no idea um him and lamar jackson have a similar play style I suppose. Um, so a little bit more agile. So maybe just something something for them to work on together. Um, I but then we're going to go back to the article that I skipped or the headline. Um, and that is Martavis Bryant cut by the Raiders facing suspension. Now, he had he was suspended for a full year in Pittsburgh, came back. Everyone was high on him in Pittsburgh. 
contributed very, very little, was childish, complained about Juju, um, saying that he needed more playing time, yada, yada. Well, it seems he's doing the same stuff out in Oakland, facing suspension now, and he's cut. And that's after Oakland traded a third-round draft pick for him last year. So not looking good Wins for Martavis Bryant. In the air. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. Yeah, um, and then going back to another headline that I never got corrected on, but I, I mentioned Khalil. Um, it was not Matt Khalil. It was Khalil Mack signing a six-year, $141 million deal with the Bears. He's not a left tackle. He's a defensive end slash outside linebacker. Yep, I thought your joke wasn't very funny, so I didn't acknowledge it. Yep, it wasn't very funny. I'm tired. <laughs> it's 1040. It's already an hour past my bedtime. That's generous. It's like an hour and a half past your bedtime. Come on, Grandpa. All right. Um, but, yeah, so that's kind of it for the headlines that I'm seeing on NFL.com right now. Do you have anything to add, anything that stuck out to you? It was a very busy day, as you commented earlier. Yep. I mean, so, t- I mean, to talk about it briefly, kind of the whole meat of this show that we haven't mentioned yet is, uh, I mean, we mentioned it in our last podcast, but, again, I don't think anyone listened to that one because I didn't um, uh, broadcast it very well because I'm kind of waiting to see uh, – uh, I was I was hoping we get approved on iTunes and Google Play, so you know I don't have to reteach people how to listen to it because it was only available on SoundCloud uh, right away. Um, but anyways, um, the meat of this show is going to be we're going to go around the NFL, and obviously Josh is a Packers fan, I'm a Vikings fan, um, but we'd like to go around the NFL and kind of profile all the other teams just to uh, you know pr- not only prove to ourselves that we know something about football that doesn't exist in minnesota and wisconsin but uh you know just to kind of like we did in the last show we were kind of creating the characters of all the people in our f- dynasty fantasy football league um in this show we'd like to kind of you know give us some talking points kind of we're going to talk about the team and how they're looking and then uh, we can always reference back this show it's so it's kind of like creating the characters that'll be on the field uh, throughout the league throughout the year um so just like to go around all the different teams and talk about them um so all the other news i i can think of um um, we'll probably come down into that when we're talking about all the different teams. Um, so really nothing to add on the headline front from me. Yeah, I guess uh, non-football related. Um, we started off non-football. We could have added this in at then. But um, what about this table we're sitting at right now? Oh, yeah. Josh did uh, put at least, he said, two hours of work into this table we're sitting at. Um, she's not done, but she's looking promising. Um, I remember last time um, we were here recording a podcast, you had like drawn a nice little L on a piece of paper and you called that work. So that was cool. Um, I know you have a lot of ideas for how to finish it, so um, obviously it won't be ready by our next podcast because that's tomorrow morning. But uh, I'm thinking spinners. Um, <laughs> spinners? What do you mean, like rims? Or what do you yeah. mean by spinners? Oh, that'd be dope. Maybe get some dollar signs. Can well, they make yeah. sound effects too? Well, yeah, and then we're going to have dice in the mirror. Yeah, I suppose you that makes sense. First. Um, uh, anyways, yeah, bitch and table. <laughs> All right, Josh, Jesus. Um yeah, no. Uh, this table's a work in progress for sure, but I mean, to the fact that we're sitting at it already is, uh, you know what, Josh, I'll call that a win on your end. All right. I deserve at least one a day after waking up to the news about Cleo Mack getting traded to the Bears. Um, Poor baby. Yeah, so let's uh, let's get into the meat in the show. We're already uh, about 12 minutes in, and we haven't really discussed a whole lot that people want to listen to, and we'll probably get an hour and 12 minutes in, and nobody will still want to listen to it. No doubt. Oh, I'm, I'll tease this now. Um, we'll, probably I figured halfway through the show, we'll call Kevin, just so we don't talk about straight NFL teams for an hour, then call Kevin at the end. I figure once we're about halfway through the divisions, we'll give Kevin a call to kind of break it up a little bit. Yeah, it works. All right. Um, so NFC North, you just want to go from the top to the bottom of the sheet here, Josh? What are you mm-hmm. thinking? Let's do it. All right, so NFC North. At the very top, we got the Vikings. Uh, we've already talked about them a lot, so I won't go crazy. Um, but kind of how I have all my teams laid out is I talk about the team, 
their 2017 record um i'll touch on their projection just a little bit but we'll do most of that in another podcast their projection for this year that is um and then kind of their coaches um any coaching changes or who their coaches are kind of some ads and um, losses throughout the um, off season and then the draft um so vikings went 13 and 3 last year pretty good um they lost Shermer, um but we got coach flip um he's you know as far as offense coordinator goes he's kind of a unknown entity obviously he was part of that super bowl winning team but you don't really know who to give all the credit to on that um carson wentz obviously had a good year but you know who knows um we got sheldon richardson kendall wright who just cut today actually so i should probably change that but um kirk cousins and trevor simeon were kind of the big names we added in this offseason we lost case teddy bradford jarek mckinnon who just got hurt like we talked about um Jarius wright tom johnson shamar stefan michael floyd sharif floyd about a breath just from talking about it Ooh, a lot of losses there um and then our draft class you know the big names would be like mike hughes or daniel carlson um nothing too crazy there um you know we'll like i said we'll touch on this in another podcast but uh josh and i did a lot of work on the back end here and uh predicted the whole nfl season um and i have the vikings going nine and seven this year certainly not uh the 13 and three they were before somewhere in the world alex williams just had a heart attack (coughs) and or had the sudden urge to murder you you think so absolutely he's projecting 16 and 0 first week yeah well i mean that's a good thing i was on his podcast before i recorded this then huh all part of my strategy. <clears throat> hey there, Josh. You going to make it? Uh, I'm hoping so. <laughs> All right. So the next on the list here is the Lions. So Josh and I are sharing the NFC North. Obviously, he's got the Packers. Um, so he took the Bears, and I got the Lions. Um, so the Lions, they went 9-7 and seven last year. And uh, I don't know if I'm just lazy or it's just a coincidence, but I predicted them to go 9-7 and seven again. Um, Matt Patricia is their new head coach. Um, Jim Bob Cooter, probably the man with the coolest um, name in the NFL. He's still their offensive coordinator, so good for him. Um, their offseason wasn't really anything crazy uh, other than Matt Patricia, I think. Um, they added LeGarrette Blunt and Luke Wilson and Matt Castle. Those are all middle-of-the-road, kind of older free agents, no, no, nothing flashy. Um, they lost Eric Ebron, um, Holati Nagata, definitely pronounced that wrong. Holati Nagata. Sure, and then Dwight Freeney. Um, and then their draft, uh, they took a center in the first round. Um you know they you know they took carry on johnson the second then they kind of had a defensive focus draft um for the rest of it so i don't know much about the lines you know matt stafford's a good player um you know he he's he's known for his big arm and uh he's had some cool fourth minute or fourth minute fourth quarter comebacks um his most famous one is that one against the browns i couldn't tell you what year or what week that was but um the one where he like broke his arm and won the game or something like that or dislocated his shoulder maybe broke his arms dramatic but um yeah i don't have a whole lot to say about the lions um i'm predicting them to go nine and seven this year obviously first year with matt patricia um i don't think anything too cool will come out of there but matt patricia was coming into a good team and the dude's a fucking rocket scientist so um i don't see them regressing so i've got them going the exact same thing as they did last year um any any opinions on the lions josh before you take over here no i think nine and seven is pretty fair um obviously it's the nfl and anything can happen yep. injury T- whatever but something i didn't mention is a tough division for all of us but uh obviously only in a tough division only so many people can win sorry go back keep talking yeah no not, nothing else to add all right josh we got the packers let's hear about them i guess yeah last year they went uh seven and nine a little uh a little worse than expected but when you lose the the best quarterback in the nfl that kind of tends to happen um my first note Dom Capers is bye-bye. 
probably the biggest offseason win. Um, and it, it took Aaron Rodgers breaking his collarbone to have it happen. And for that, I applaud him. Um, I know he did it on purpose just so Dom Capers could get fired. Um, but it's kind of got the ball rolling. Joe Philbin's back in as offensive coordinator, Mike Pettin, um, who is famously known for the coach to coach um, Johnny Manziel into rehab. Um, he is the new defensive coordinator. Um, Joe Philbin, I guess, is back as offensive coordinator. Um, he was here during the uh, Super Bowl run and then the 15-1 and season that followed. Um, lost Morgan Burnett and, uh, and White Lightning. Um <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Jordy was kind of a big loss. Uh, wasn't necessarily uh, wasn't necessarily expecting it, and may or may not have shed a tear or a thousand um, after it happened. But um, I am over it. He's in Oakland, and I'm sure after what that organization organization has done uh, the past few weeks, um, past few hours even, um, he's probably out there just kind of writing love letters to Aaron Rodgers, begging him to come back. Funny enough, that uh, sound clip is John Gruden just fucking freaking out. So we'll play it one more time. That's probably what Jordy Nelson is thinking, though, instead of uh, John Gruden. That is absolutely true. Um, But some ads. Jimmy Graham um, led the league in touchdowns for a tight end last season. Tremont Williams, old vet coming in. Got a few young corners from the draft um, that he needs to train in. Um, Muhammad Wilkerson, another... um, Lazy um, is kind of a word that they described him as, but if he can turn it around, he's a um, Pro Bowl defensive lineman. And and so I'm not too worried about the defensive line. That's always been one of the strengths of the Packers' defense, believe it or not. Um, There was a trade, traded to Marius Randall for 2008 and a 2018 fourth rounder. um, For a 2018 fifth rounder, uh, Kaiser, and then... um, Okay, I'm backwards. We traded Randall... A fourth and a fifth in 2018 for Kaiser, a fourth and a fifth in 18. And um, basically it just jumped us up 15 spots in the fourth and the fifth round. Um, we also traded Lindsey Pipkins, uh, who was a possible cut on the roster. So um, whatever we got back for him was going to be a, a bonus. And then we got inside linebacker Dog Barker. Um, <laughs> I forget his actual name. I forgot to put it. It's something Morrison, isn't it? Um, I want to yeah. say it's Morrison. Yeah, but um, and and if you listen to the episode before this, you'd have heard that uh, this individual got arrested for barking at a dog, claiming that the dog started it. A, a, a police canine. Um, and he'll be good depth. He was a 16 game starter last year, I believe. In the draft, you got Jair Alexander, Josh Jackson. Um, Josh Jackson was projected to actually be a first-round prospect or a first-round player. And so when he fell in the second, I actually did laps around the island in my kitchen, um, fist-pumping, because I was pretty stoked about that. So far, both of them have had an interception in the preseason, done well. Um, Oren Burks, um, he's a guy who um, not many people probably have heard of, unless they are Packers fans. Um, linebacker. Um, I believe he played safety linebacker hybrid in college. Very athletic. He's out right now with a dislocated shoulder. They're hoping he can come back for week one. Um, Actually, I think it's going to be week two is what it sounds like more now. But um, very athletic, big. He's one of those guys that Packers have needed for pass coverage um, in the linebacker position. Um, And then just a... I put bevy of rookie wide receivers, and um, I believe all of them have been um, sticking around. Do you have anything to add about the Packers? No, Josh, they're a scummy organization, and I hate them. 
All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, anyways, um, Gar had predictions. I guess I did too. I have them going. You put nine and seven. Now I'm going to sound like a freaking Homer, uh, for saying, uh, 12 and four. Um, but I also, Homer. I also, I have uh 10 and six in parentheses because it seems every single year, the Packers have a game that should be a auto win that they drop. Like, um, last year against the Browns, they almost lost that one. Even with Hunley, I could have quarterbacked the Packers to a victory in that game. And so, um, I feel like that might happen once or twice this year. <coughs> Yep, Josh is. I'm pretty sure dying of the black. The black lung finally got him. Yeah. Uh, and so the other team that I have in the north is the Bears. I'm gonna. I hope we can get through it a little bit quicker than what we have been so far. But for the Bears, I, mean, I don't want to say it took a long time on the Packers, but the Bears went five and eleven last year. <laughs> um, they have Matt Nagy, new head coach. They're hoping that he is Sean McVay 2.0. They lost Cam Meredith to the Saints, and they lost Giraffe Glennon. Um, the um, so the savior to the organization that they signed in the last offseason. They they cut him. Um, they added Allen Robinson, Trey Burton, Chase Daniel, Taylor Gabriel, Khalil Mack today. Um, and, and, and I'm sure they've added more than that, but those are just the big names that I have notes on. Um, and then they drafted Roquan Smith, who is um, a contract nerd. Um, he the, the reason I put that down is because when I was taking my notes, it was at the same time um, that he was going through his process of signing his rookie contract and wanting to add in um, the clause that if he were to get suspended for off the field issues, he would still get paid. Um, and that that's one of the reports that came out. How accurate that is, I don't know. I think it was Rappaport um, that put it out, but um, he's also the only person that I know that I could pull off the top of my head right now to say. Um, he exists for sure. Yep, yeah. No, he's a real person. Um, Anthony Miller, who's been described as um, Antonio Brown 2.0 in practices. We'll have to see him in an actual game to kind of put that together, but uh, we'll see. Um, and then they added some miscellaneous, miscellaneous pieces to the offensive and defensive lines. Um, Zach Miller, um, who closed circuit to um, Jalen here, he's on the pup list despite never playing again. So he is not the starter. So when you got a trade offer for um, Trey Burton, he is the starter. And so... Um, I read an article um, about a month ago about Zach Miller that I thought was really cool. And even though the Bears and the Packers are division rivals, um, what they did was they put him on the pup list or the IR, and it was strictly for insurance and medical bills. Um, he did recently say he'd like to play again, but the odds of that happening at 33 after almost losing his lower leg, very unlikely. Um, that's all I have on the Bears. Unless you have anything to add, um, it is definitely going to be me again. Um, <laughs> yep. No, the, the only thing I you talked about yourself being a homer, but in the predictions we did, I had the Packers going eleven and five, so not that bad of a homer. I had have obviously that's assume that assumes Rodgers is healthy, but you know with Rodgers on the field, you know, that's a great team. And I had the Bears going six and ten, and I'm not changing that even after the Cleo Mac ad because they had a great defense in the first place, um, and defense does not win championships. Okay, it does, but I'm not going to change it because I'm lazy. Um, anyways, um, NFC South, um, this is another shared division. So I took the Saints in Atlanta. And 2017, um, New Orleans went 11-5. and five. My prediction, uh, my projection for them is 14-2 and two for this upcoming year. I think they're absolutely the 
one of the top NFC teams. Um, and they um, have added a few different uh, people and, and cut a few different people that they've added. Um, but they added Don Barclay, who's a guard, a former Packer. That's why I have him on here. Cam Meredith, who was um, on the IR for the Bears last year. He hasn't done much in the preseason, but I did see in week four he had a touchdown, um, I believe, um, close to 100 yards. They dropped Colby Fleener, Brandon Coleman, who was a wide receiver, um, who had some fantasy relevance last year, um, kind of in deeper leagues. But then they traded with the Packers to move up for Marcus Davenport, um, who's an edge rush, um, and then added depth elsewhere in the, on, with focus on defense through the draft. Um, in Davenport's kind of um, first outing, I think on his third snap, he had a sack or an interception. It was um, he, He's been improving. And so um, that trade with the Packers was... Um, it, it should work out for them since they were um, what they felt uh, only a few pieces away from the champ, um, from uh, surviving a Minneapolis miracle um, and and advancing on to most likely beat the Eagles. Um, something that um, Atlanta, unless you have something to add about the Saints. No, nope, not really. The only the only thought I had was let's let's play a game called one minute per team, and so that'll keep us on track. I think. Hey, that sounds like something that we're going to do during the regular season. Anyways, <laughs> um, and uh, so fine, we'll keep it to a minute. Um, start the Jeopardy music now. And so Atlanta last season went ten and six. My projection for 2018 is going to be fourteen and two. Um, it seems I got extremely lazy when predicting the NFC South because that's what I had for the two teams I had. A um, lot of random coaching changes. Um, not not anything up high. Um, more like the running backs, wide receivers, and all those. And so. Um, it may not be the offensive coordinator, but it is definitely um, something to keep in mind um, because there are they're going to be coached by new people. Um, agreed to five-year extension with Matt Ryan, who is who was at the time the um, highest-paid quarterback in the NFL, um, and then Jake Matthews, um, who's going to solidify their offensive line a little bit as well. Um, draft. Um, I, I, I asked if they were even there. Um, and then I remember they drafted Kelvin Ridley. Um, and so garlic's turn. Yep. All right. So Panthers 11 and five last year. I have them going nine and seven this year. Um, Ron Rivera has been there a long time. I mean, not a long time, but he's been there enough. He's got some tenure there. Um, you know, someone was going through the coaches at Heath Farwell, former Vikings linebacker. He's like, a, he's a coach there. I thought that was just a kind of a cool note. Um, they've got a, you know, a new GM, I guess he's not new, but he was interim last year. Now he's official, um, new defensive coordinator, Eric Washington. Um, he was just an internal promote guy. Um, during the off season, they added Don, Don Terry, Poe, um, CJ Anderson, um, Jarius Wright, and then they traded for Torrey Smith. Um, and then they lost Jonathan Stewart, Ed Dixon, and Charles Johnson, receiver. Um, in the draft, they took DJ Moore. Uh, then the second and third round, they took some corners. In the fourth round, they took Ian Thomas. He's a tight end, probably Greg Olson's successor. And then um, in, the, in the the last rounds, or the kind of their other notable picks <laughs> were all defensive picks. So, um, you know, Panthers they usually go up and down every year. So if they went to eleven and five last year, they're probably going to go like four and uh, twelve this year. But I had them at nine and seven. I was being generous, you know. Cam Newton's good. I think Cam Newton gets a bad rap. He definitely says some dumb shit. But other than that, um, I, he's a good quarterback. I think on the field. Um, so that's all I got about the Panthers. Josh, feel free to jump in if you got some. Otherwise, I'm on to the Bucks. Bucks went five and eleven last year. Um, I got them going four and twelve this year. Um, so their coach is Dick Cotter or some bullshit like that. Uh, not Dick Carter, Dirk Dirk. Carter. Yep, <laughs> Dirk or Dirk. Um, Mike Smith is their defensive coordinator. He's the former head coach of the Falcons. Um, 
They added Jason Pierre-Paul, Bo Allen, and Vinnie Curry in the offseason. They lost Doug Martin and Charles Sims, so um, those were the big names that I saw at least. Um, they drafted Vita Vey. Um, he looks like a badass defensive lineman. They also got Ronald Jones, the Rojo. They took a couple of corners and just some more death players like on the line um, and uh, in their secondary. Um, Buccaneers are kind of a bad team. Jameis Winston, uh, you know, he. I won't go there, but um, yeah, Buccaneers, there they are. Bad last year, bad this year, according to me. Um, on to the NFC West, Josh. We got the Rams. Um, I know you like the Rams. Uh, at least Todd Gurley. Are you playing fucking Galaxy Quest right now? You are not playing Galaxy Quest while I talk on the podcast. Is this real life? I mean, make it entertaining and maybe I'll listen. Oh, but, uh... my God. See, this 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 uh, this podcast is more like paperwork. It's more like housekeeping type stuff. This is not going to be an exciting podcast, but the stuff we talk about here is uh, stuff we can reference back, Josh. This is important. We're creating the story right now, okay? All right, I'll put it on our roll. Jesus. Uh, but no, so I'm, I got the Rams. I got the whole NFC West. So um, 11 and 5 last year. I got them going 10 and 6 this year. Just a little regression. Um, even though they added fucking everything but the kitchen sink last, uh, during the offseason. They got Sean McVay, uh, big coach, big um, young coach. Wade Phillips is uh, the swag master himself at defensive coordinator. They don't have an offensive coordinator. I thought, a coordinator. I thought that was weird. They have a run pass, they have a run game coordinator and a pass game coordinator. So I don't know if that's innovative or if that's just the first time i've heard of it but um obviously in the off the off season they added brandon cooks marcus peters um sue um akib talib um sam shields um they lost sammy wadkins robert quinn alec ogletree and Truman johnson um they took an old lineman in the first and the second round then they took some defensive guys um after that and then john kelly who is uh the backup to todd Gurley now um rams are a good team i like them you know, I have them going pretty similar to what they did last year. I think they play in a tough division. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Pretty much the same as last year. They're, they're in the playoffs on my in my list. Um, the I, Seahawks. I do have some to add. Um, Sam Shields, I cited a note on him. Um, former Packer, obviously. Yep. Um, he was a great corner for Green Bay. And three of their ads are what would be considered great corners. But Sam Shields, if he gets hit by a raindrop on the head, there is a chance that he keels over. He has had so many concussions. Um, the Green Bay Packers medical team never cleared him to return to football, actually. So when he hmm. signed, the entire subreddit kind of freaked out because they are so scared he's going to get hit in the head and just die on the field. So um, solid player when he's healthy, but if he, he's, he's one of those guys that if he gets another concussion, it's, it's, it's game over. Scrambled eggs for brains. Yeah, I mean, concussions are tough. That's a big part of football. I mean, if Brett Favre is willing to come out and say, after all the concussions he had, that, you know, if he ever had a son, he wouldn't want them to play football, you know, that's pretty intense. Um, anyways, instead of talking about boring concussions, um, we'll move on to the Seahawks. They went 9-7 and seven last year. Always a threat. Always, I mean, the last couple of years they've been known for their good defense and Russell Wilson being a beast. I have them regressing and only going 5-11 and 11 this year. Um, you know, their coach is Pete Carroll, probably Josh's favorite coach to ever exist. Um, Josh is a big fan of gum chewing. That's why he likes Pete Carroll so much. Um, in the offseason, they added Brandon Marshall, J. Ron Brown, Ed Dixon, DJ Fluker, Tom Johnson, Shamar Stefan, and Sebastian Chanakowski, um, the legless wonder. Um, they lost Thomas Rawls, Paul Richardson, Jimmy Graham, Luke Wilson, Michael Bennett, Cliff Averill, and Shelton Richardson, um, along with Richard Sherman, Jeremy Lane, and Blair Walsh. Why do you think? Why would they cut Blair Walsh, Josh? Probably the best player they had. Yeah, I. You know that is a great question. I've actually taken hours out of my day to research it, um, and and those hours are about 
um, three and a half hours in which the Vikings played the Seahawks in, uh, in the playoffs. Um, and it takes me all the way up until the end until I find the actual answer as to why they cut him. And it, it, it's, I mean, to summarize, it's just wide left. You fucking crazy, man. You sound insane. Do you realize that? You should be medicated. I'll fucking tear you, Josh. Um, so, yep, I have the Seahawks regressing this year. Their old line is garbage. Russell Wilson, if he doesn't get injured, it's a fucking miracle. Their defense is gutted. I don't think they have any of the Legion of Boom still. Um, so, yeah, they're going to have him being worse this year. Um, the Cardinals, 8-8 eight and eight. Um, last year, and I have them go 8-8 eight and eight again. Um, they've got a new coach, Steve Wilkes. Um, he's the former D.C. from Carolina. Um, no more Bruce Arians. Um, their offensive coordinator is Mike McCoy. He's kind of been bumping around the coaching scene lately. Um, you know, Bruce Arians and Carson Palmer kind of rode off into the sunset. That's sad. Um, they added Sammy Sleeves and Mike Glennon, though, um, along with drafting Josh Rosen. Um, so they've got a, a nice QB situation to have, I think. Sammy Sleeves, when healthy, is amazing. Mike Glennon should not be in the NFL anymore. Um, they lost um, Adrian Peterson, John Brown, Carlos Dansby, Traymon Williams, and Tyron Matthew. Um, and then their notable draft picks, like I said, was Josh Rosen, Christian Kirk, and some other people. Uh, Chase Edmonds, I think, was a running back. Uh, moving on to the 49ers. They went 6-10 and 10 last year. I have them going 11-5 and five this year, thanks to the Italian stallion himself, Jimmy G, handsome devil. Um, you know, they've got Kyle Shanahan. He's another... Uh, you know, he arguably is the coach who made Matt Ryan. Um, when Kyle Shanahan was in Atlanta, that's when Matt Ryan was good. And now you can see what Matt Ryan is today. Um, he's not bad, but uh, all right, all right. Get the fuck out of here. You know how long that goes on for? Um, I don't need to listen to more Circle Jerk about the 49ers this year. Garlic, Garlic has him at 11 and 5, and I think I have him at like 5 and 11. No, you do not. Oh, my God. Uh, anyways, in the offseason, they added Jarek McKinnon and Richard Sherman. Um, they lost Carlos Hyde, Elmas Duberville, Dante Johnson, and Eric Reed. Um, in the draft, you know, I don't I don't know much about college football, so I can't speak to it too well. Maybe they got some amazing picks. But um, they took an O-lineman. They took Dante Pettis. He's a wide receiver. Um, and then, you know, a bunch of defensive guys. So um, I think the, the 49ers are the real deal. Kyle Shanahan is kind of like an offensive guru type coach, although I feel like I can say that about a lot of coaches these days. Um, any other thoughts about the NFC? West, Josh. Nope. Um, any major disagreements with kind of what I said, other than the 49ers, I guess. I have them at seven and nine. I had to check there. Dude, Jimmy G is the real fucking deal. I mean, maybe they lose a win because they just lost Jerick McKinnon for the season, but I don't know, Josh. Well, you know, when they say, I don't know if you ever listened to the common man Dan Cole, but when they say save the tape, save the tape, Josh. 49ers, eleven to five. That's that's just well. I mean, save the tape is exactly what all of the opponents have done to watch him, and he, he wasn't necessarily an accurate. Um, he was accurate, but he wasn't necessarily um, turnover free um, in in his starts. And so we'll we'll see what happens. Um, I think they'll be better than last year. They have more promise, but losing Jarek McKinnon, like you said, is going to um, affect them a little bit. And and then they've lost you know some other pieces on defense. Um, but yeah, um, moving on to the NFC East, um, I'll start off with the uh, Super Bowl champs, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, they finished last season thirteen and three. Um, I projected them to actually do the same, thirteen and three. Um, next season, um, they have a new offensive coordinator, Mike Groh. Um, they have some other minor shakeups among positional coaches and things like that. Uh, they added Holodi Nada um, and Dick Rod, uh, Richard Rodgers, um, <laughs> former Packer. Um, he was a very serviceable, not so much 
tight end. Um, Paul Warlow, Matt Jones, Joe Callahan, who is Brett Favre 2.0. Um, that's a joke. Um, Marcus Wheaton and Mike Wallace. Um, they lost Brett Selleck and Michael Kendricks. Um, the entire NFL lost Michael Kendricks for about uh, 10 to 12 months um, as he is in a jail cell. Um, they traded Torrey Smith to Carolina for um, Worley, who's a cornerback. And then they drafted my favorite story from the draft. Um, they drafted Dallas Goddard in Dallas. Their biggest rival is Dallas. And the kicker just tore Dallas to shreds um when he announced the pick um he's a solid pass catcher though um they actually were talking about him on the radio the other day he's a um and they predict him and Ertz to kind of have the same sort of roles as tight ends as Gronk and Hernandez did back in the day does that mean um, the god Dallas Goddard's gonna end up in jail soon or um no they already sacrificed uh Michael Kendricks for that perfect um but yeah so that's all I have on the Eagles do you have anything to add there uh, nope. I mean, you know, I was read an article not too long ago about how there was so much coaching overturn in Philadelphia that I'm predicting this team's going to have the same success it did last year's just tomfoolery. Um, you know, that got into my head a little bit. I'm not going to go change my predictions. I think I had the Eagles being the, like the top or one of the top teams of the NFC also in my predictions. Um, but it'll be interesting to see whether they can, you know, kind of, you know, repeat their performance or if because of all the cur- coaching turnovers and Carson Wentz coming off injury, they actually uh, are not so great. Yeah, when I was making my predictions, this is one of the teams that even though they came out at thirteen and three, they were they were one of the ones that I spent more time thinking of. Okay, I could go this way or this. I mean, it was for that coaching change. Um, I wasn't sure when Carson Wentz was coming back. There was an article that said he needed to take his time, and I, so I think I read today Nick Foles is starting week one he for is. sure. Yeah, yep. he is. Um, and so big Nick, big Dick Nick is going to be out there on um, oh, on the field girl. for um week one. Um, and so we'll see what happens. Um, but moving on to the Cowboys, they went, they went nine and seven last year. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, they went nine and seven last year. I have them going six and 10 this year. Um, I don't know why I just did not like their, their schedule. I don't like the Cowboys that much. Their coach, their head coach is still the butt slapping turd sniffer, uh, Jason Garrett. Um, they added Alan Hearns, Dante Thompson, Coney Ely, Joe Thomas, the linebacker. Um, and then they lost Dez, uh, Orlando Skandrick, um, Hitchens, linebacker, and then um, Dan Bailey today. Um, in the draft, they took Leighton Vander Ash at linebacker um, to fill in some of those roles, um, fill in some of those gaps, and then I'm guessing um, take over. Safety. Sh- take- <laughs> you have to keep going, Josh. The show must go on, <laughs> even if I fart. <laughs> um, uh, they took Leighton Vanderash, who's a linebacker who um, is most likely going to fill in for Sean Lee when Sean Lee gets hurt in the third play of the season. Um, yeah. They took Michael Gallup in the third round as well, who's a wide receiver. Um, so he's one of the two on that roster that I know of, um, other than Cole Beasley, who's out um, dropping rap albums. Um, <laughs> the Redskins went 7-9 and nine last year. Um, I project them going 4-12 and 12 this year. Damn. Um, Alex Smith isn't the real deal, huh? No, it's not that Alex Smith isn't the real deal. Um, the the coaching, um, they have the slightly quieter, slightly after today smarter Gruden and uh, PC principal um, <laughs> as their assi- one of their assistants, um, and that's uh, one of the Gruden's. I think it's John Gruden's kid. Um, is he looks exactly like PC principal from South Park. Um, they added um, Skandrick, um, McPhee, the linebacker, um, Adrian Peterson, um, and Alex Smith. AD, baby. They lost uh, 
um, third best quarterback in the NFC North, Kirk Cousins, um, Orlando Skandrick, LOL, um, because they added him in this offseason as well. Uh, they, they also lost Suwa Cravens. Um, they drafted Dayron Payne, who's a defensive tackle, and then um, they took Darius Geis in the second round, um, who was a great runner, um, highly anticipated. Um, unfortunately, he's out for the season with an ACL, which is why they added AP, hoping to turn back the clock about 10 years so he can uh, actually run again. Um, moving on to the Giants, 3-13. and 13. I project them to go 4-12. and 12. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but my predictions for the NFC East are all very bad for the teams. The whole division just <laughs> shit except for the Eagles, huh? Exactly. Um, coaching, um, uh, I ha- my note on here is some bum whose name sounds like it's misspoken Sherman, um, and 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 so that's um, Pat Shermer, um, and uh, they added Nate Solder, left tackle from uh, the Patriots, who's underwhelming in camp so far, or underwhelming um, underwhelming this preseason. The Patriots um, don't let good players go, plain and simple. Exactly. Um, they also added Jonathan Stewart and Cody Latimer. Um, they lost DMC, um, Dwayne Harris. JPP and Cockrell, um, who's a cornerback. Um, then they drafted some some guy out of Penn State named Saquon Barkley, um, who is going to be a stud by my Yeah, you hope. put stud in all caps. Uh, I almost got half chub just thinking about it. Yeah, super talent, underdeveloped dude. Yep. All right, so this is that's halfway through the divisions. We really didn't stick very strictly to our – a minute per team. Shocking that we didn't do what we said we're gonna do. Um, but I'm I'm plugging in Kevin's phone number as we speak. Um, and I don't know how to read my own handwriting, so that's always great. Um, I'm just gonna keep talking so we don't have dead air here. If you're looking for your dog, she's right beneath us. Yeah, okay, well, is it <laughs> That was not Kevin Brown, Josh. God damn it! All you said you were calling him. It sounded like him. <sighs> no, it didn't. Um, all right, so hopefully he picks up. Allegedly, he's at his he's at his cabin right now. 11.15. He's going to be either hammered Shh. or high. Yeah, it sounds... Does that sound bad in your ear or is that just me? Is my sound just going to go to shit again? Of course, Kevin's not going to pick up. Talk, Josh. Um... Yeah. Hello, this is Kevin. Ooh, Kevin. How you doing, baby girl? Hey, it's going well. How about you? Good, Josh. Is that quiet for you? Hold on one sec, Kevin. A little quiet. All right. So, Kevin, baby girl, uh, we're, we're kind of we're in the middle of a podcast here. We're kind of taking a little break so we don't bore all the fans. And we want uh, I wanted to call you last week, but it just didn't work out. Um, so you're Kevin Brown. You're you know, we, we met you through yep. Jesse. Um, you're new yep, in our Dynasty right. League this year. Why don't you just go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, well, yep, as you already said, met you guys through Jesse. Um, I'm a huge football fan. I played football when I was like 11 years old, I want to say, and um, I just uh, transitioned to you know, being obsessed with football and following the NFL, following the Vikings, and um, uh, I would just say that I've been passionate since I was 11. So, um, now, so now I'm in the fantasy football, and Jesse had told me that there was a you know, a spot open for the dynasty league. And I decided to join in on this. So you're a brave soul, by the way. You, yeah. You took over probably the shittiest fantasy team that's ever existed. Oh, I, I appreciate it guys. Yeah. It's uh, 
definitely going to be an interesting year, but just got to go along with it and have no choice. And I already knew what the uh, team was like before I did it. So, yeah, I mean, you can say you appreciate it, but we appreciate you. Um, if you went to taking that team, I honestly don't know anyone on the planet who else, who other, who otherwise would have taken that team. Do you, Josh? Absolutely not. I, I, I would have tempted to just kind of let them all just kind of fade off into free agency and then just play nine man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so Kevin, you say you're a big football fan. Where does that come from? Do you, is there like an origin story of your football football fandom, or kind of what got you into the sport? Well, um, you know, it's always kind of been like part of my life. My dad, he played football growing up, and um, and also he was a huge Vikings fan and football fan in general. So I kind of just, you know, just kind of got, got interest, you know, through my dad. So I can't really say it was just like, oh, this player you know, got me interested. It's just kind of like my dad loved watching it. And I just kind of slowly liked the, like the sport too. So that was my uh, story there. Nice. Uh, I like it. Yep. Um, big Vikings fan, I assume, or. Oh yeah. Huge Vikings fan. Really excited for this upcoming season with Kirk Cousins and, uh, Sheldon Richardson hopefully pulls it off. And then, um, Delvin Cook being healthy again. No doubt. Uh, what do, what do you think? What do you got for a record? Make of what do you think the Vikings going to do this year? I'm going to say, uh, 12 and four. And that's a successful season because it's a much harder schedule this year than last year. And, um, yeah, and that being said, that's in the Vikings. They're still going to have a good defense, just a tougher schedule, and we're still going to be the first in the NFC North. I hope. I certainly hope so. Um, do you give a shit about any of the other teams in the NFL? Is there any other teams you'd like to talk about for a sec? I don't know if you even pay attention to anyone that um, isn't the Vikings. but I would say that uh, I don't mind the Patriots because of Tom Brady. Yep. And I do like how, how Bill Belichick, I like how he operates. So that's, that's about it in terms of other teams. But for sure the Vikings and then, you know, obviously whoever players I have for fantasy, I support those teams and hopefully those players do well too. So anyone on your fantasy team really excite you this year? I know you kind of took over a shit team, but I don't know if there's any hidden gems that you really liked or not. Well, for sure. Okay. So for sure out of my starters, I really like the two picks of uh, Evan Ingram. I think Ingram is, um, has a lot of potential to score a lot of, you know, touchdowns with Eli Manning. He's kind of a, doesn't have like a can of an arm. He kind of has a, you know, medium arm. So, I like him with um, Eli Manning. And then I also do like um, LaShawn McCoy. You can't go wrong with him. So sure. Yeah, he I, just I don't, hit. I don't, I don't mind those two players. But aside from that, no receiver splash at all. I mean, when Julian Edelman comes back, it might be a little better. But I don't really – I mean, I don't know if Jordan Nelson will do very well in Oakland. So uh, aside from the players I mentioned, I'm not really uh, – nobody really jumps out. But at the same time, for the rookie draft I had, um, Colin Sutton could really shine. Um eventually and then Sonny Mitchell under the New England system could shine too so there's some upside no doubt uh Josh do you have anything anything you want to ask Kevin no I just I was I was just nodding along as you're talking about your draft because I agree on Cortland Sutton and then uh I think well you had the second overall pick which kind of sucks because you definitely deserve the first with the team um and so obviously Saquon was off the board but um (laughs) I I think right when you took Sonny Michelle um I I figured that that was a great pick and I know he had um, some um, knee injury that might keep him off the field for week one, but he's, he's going to, I think he's going to tear it up, especially with uh, Tom Brady and, um, and Bill Belichick coaching. It's, it's going to be, it should be a good season for him, even if he does sit out week one. Yep. I agree. I agree. And I'm excited to see what his future is. He's a first round pick and um, it'd be kind of weird if they didn't use him, you know, you know, a lot. So. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, Kevin, did you did you get a chance at all to listen to the podcasts I sent you, or no? I assume you didn't because I sent it pretty last minute. I've but... been no, I did not get a chance. I've been busy with 
work and grad school stuff. And sure. Now I'm in my cabin right now. Yeah, and just I, enjoying your Labor so. Day weekend. This asshole's yeah. over here sending you homework, basically, and you're just trying to, you know, have a little vacay. Um, uh, so, do you? Uh, how, how familiar are you? Do you think with the people in the Dynasty League? You've, I don't think you've really said anything in chat. Um, the chat's been very active here the last couple days um, or last couple week uh, about the last week or so. Uh, do you really know anyone else in the league that isn't uh, I, me or Josh? No, I, I met I met you and Josh. I met Nate, and then aside from that, you know, obviously Jesse, but really nobody else. I mean. Bradley, Bradley's not in the league, is he? No, he's not. That's right. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say, if Bradley was in it, I'd know him. But other than that, I don't really know a lot of you guys. But um, that's I don't. That's totally cool. We'll get to know each other as maybe if it just stays as a yearly thing. You know, maybe it goes further than just a few years. So you never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that said, do you want to? I know you don't really know the league very well, but uh, there's there's a couple of loudmouth people, a couple of loudmouths in our league. Anyone you want to talk trash to yet, or you just want to kind of let your team do the speaking for you? Uh, I think just for now, we're just going to let the team do the speaking for me. That sounds good. Yeah, I respect that choice uh, when you're coming in with the team you have. Uh, any, you know, anything else you want? Uh, anything else you want to say, Kevin? Anything you want to add about the football season, or about just you as a person, or you know, anything in general? Um, any, any other last thoughts? Um, helmet rule has to change immediately. Oh, you think so? You want to talk about that yep. for a little bit? Um, I don't have to talk. I don't really want to talk about it a lot because I'm going to get kind of fiery about it. But <laughs> sure. As, as someone that has played football, I think you need to be safe and, you know, make sure that you don't lead with your head. That's kind of how I was taught, you know, when I played, you know, elementary football, middle school football, and even high school football, you, you tack by, you know, basically raising, you know, you, you don't lead with your head. You, you follow through and like, pick basically like you know pick, pick up your your uh, upper upper um, body through the tackle instead of like you know diving your head so that's it's, it's kind of like a different way I was taught how to tackle but there's just certain situations especially you know in the NFL where there's just no way to prevent you know the tackles that you know they make it's like there's no other situation that they could have done that would have prevented that so it's just kind of well, in a game that's so physical already, and then to add on that helmet rule, it just makes it so difficult for the, you know, the players. Oh, should I do this? Should I take this risk? Or you know, it just, it just, it just causes problems, and there's going to be a bunch, bunch of penalties, and that's already been a problem. So, that's kind of my my two cents with that. Oh yeah, I appreciate you throwing your two cents in there. I agree. Um, you know, I mean, obviously you want to, you know, any, any way you can promote player safety, that's great. But uh, I also yep. agree that there's a plenty of incidental situations where the guy didn't try to hit him with the head, or like the other guy lowered his head, and that's why it looked like the, you know, the uh, the the tackler was, you know, hitting with the head. So like, the defenders yep. kind of get a bad rap. Um, you know, I think Josh made the comment in one of the podcasts that soon it's soon it's just going to be two hand touch, and I don't think that'll be a very exciting product to watch. But uh, you know, I, yeah, yeah. It, it, it could it could very well get to that point. You don't know. You really have no idea. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Any other final co- thoughts here, Kevin? Otherwise, I can let you get back to your uh, awesome Labor Day vacation. Hey, no, that's it. Uh, thanks for the thanks for uh, asking the questions, and I'm excited to be part of this league. Yeah, right. I, I hope you're happy uh, to have you. Yeah, I hope your team gets some lucky wins awesome. this year. The only thing I wish maybe it would be okay for you to lose and get some high draft picks next year, but uh, hoping for the best for you since you were <laughs> generous enough to take over that team, man. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. All right, yep. Have a good one, Kevin. Yeah, see you, Kevin. You all right well, what a generous guy giving us some time there on his uh, vacation weekend. Um, so that's Kevin Brown. Um, what were oh. This stopped recording at a certain point. That's not great. Oh well, we still got audacity. Um, I guess I'll just hit record now for shits and gigs. Um, 
yeah. I don't know. Kevin Brown, great guy. Really appreciate him taking over the team. Appreciate having him in the league. Obviously, kind of Jesse was his main friend. Jesse's gone in basic training, but uh, yellow swag, 420 blaze, as the kids would say. Um, so we've got four more divisions here, Josh. I figure we should probably go through these pretty rapid fire. Yes, um, please. I'm falling asleep over here. Oh, you big baby. It's um, 1130. Wee, wee, wee. All right. Um, so 10. Thank you, Kevin, Nine, for everything. Josh, eight. All right, all right, I'm just going to stall now. Don't be, don't got to be a dick about it, my God. <laughs> um, so, yeah, all right, AFC West. I got the AFC West. The Chiefs, they went 10-6 last year. I got them going to 5-11 this year. Um, Andy Reid, um, Mr. Beef Jerky himself, is their coach. Um, I, was, I thought it was a cool note that Greg Lewis, um, the Brett Favre to Greg Lewis, welcome to Minnesota. Uh, that Greg Lewis is actually the wide receivers coach in KC, so I thought that was kind of cool to note. Um and then the, they have a coach named Ryan Reynolds also. So that's like a, I know that's not an Easter egg, but that's cool. Anyways, uh, they got, they added Chad Heaney, Sam Watt, Sammy Watkins, and uh, Kendra Duller on the offseason. And they lost Alex Smith, Tom, Tomba Holly, Derek Johnson, Marcus Peters, and Darrell Rivas. So a lot of their defensive pieces, I know um, a lot of those guys are aging, but Marcus Peters, I would definitely say is still in this prime. Um, pretty much their defense, um, their early and often focus was defense. Um, so, you know, Patrick Mahomes is the guy, Tyreek Hill, Kareem Hunt they've definitely got some young offensive weapons but I've got them going 5-11 this year you know I'm not uh, I'm not on the Patrick Mahomes chain uh, train I should say and uh, I just think they'll have a bad season maybe in a year or two um, Andy Reid can mold Patrick Mahomes better but not this year um, the Chargers, a team that's near and dear to my heart, went nine and seven last year. I have them going ten and six this year. Um, Anthony Lynn is their head coach. Um, their offensive coordinator is Ken Wisenhunt, which is just a badass name. Their defensive coordinator is Gus Bradley, most famously known for being the coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, and then George Stewart is their strength and conditioning coach. He was uh, he was a long um, Minnesota coach, so just shout out to him. Um, they added Geno Smith for some fucking reason in the offseason. They also added Virgil Green and Mike Pouncey. They lost Brandon Oliver, longtime backup running back. Antonio Gates finally uh, left the team in retirement. And then Trey Boston. Um, their draft was also kind of defensive-minded. Um, they took the safety, linebacker, safety, tackle, and then a guard eventually but um you know i think they've got a great team not a great team but a good team and uh, in the right situation with a weaker division this year i think uh they'll flourish i definitely think the Chargers will take the afc west uh, the raiders went six and ten last year i actually haven't gone nine and seven this year but i might have to amend this now that Khalil max gone um john motherfucking gruden is their coach um you know i really honestly i want to see john gruden do great kind of coming out of the booth and going back onto the field and doing great things um obviously john gruden seems to be stuck in uh you know 1980 or 1990 whatever he says so we'll see how that translates to 2018 um they added doug martin jordy nelson um they had martavis bryant but they cut him and then Derek johnson in the offseason they lost crabchi um Cordero patterson alden smith navarro bowman sebastian janikowski and marquette king the best punter in the nfl um they're all lot you know i don't again i don't pay attention to college that much and i don't have any of the play the names of the players uh, that they drafted so raiders nine and seven this year Probably not though. Maybe like an eight and eight, seven and nine after losing Khalil Mack. Five um, and eleven. <laughs> uh, Broncos went five and eleven last year. Speaking of five and eleven, um, I have them going three and thirteen this year. No offense to Case Keenum, you know I like Case Keenum a lot um, uh, personally. Um, Vance Joseph is their head coach. I don't have a lot to say about him. He's kind of a, a newer head coach on the scene. A lot of people, I don't want to say a lot of people were upset when he became a head coach, but uh, he's definitely not a proven entity yet. Um, their offensive coordinator is Bill Musgrave. Shout out to old, uh, you know, three yard pass on third and ten there. 
Um, they added Case Keenum, like you talked about, Tremaine Brock, Marquette King. Um, they lost Trevor Simeon, CJ Anderson, Jamal Charles, Cody Latimer, Virgil Green, and uh, Aqib Tlaib. Um, they drafted Bradley Chubb, who's a big name in the draft this year. Um, and then Cortland Sutton was running back. They also got Royce Freeman, who's arguably going to be their starting running back. And then uh, some more defensive players. Um, yeah, Broncos just, you know, the defense is not what it really used to be, I don't think. And uh, their offense definitely isn't. So I got them going 3-13 and this year. Josh, hit us with the AFC North. All right. So I have the AFC North. Um, thank you, Garlic. Uh, starting off with the Steelers. They finished 13-3 and last year. I'm projecting them to re- regress very slightly in going 12 and four um coaching yes uh they have coaches um not much changes not much has changed there mike tomlin's still there to step on the sideline when uh baltimore ravens are returning a punt for touchdown wasn't, wasn't losing one of their coordinators like a big upset like todd haley or something like that or was it their defense I don't know, never mind sorry not to derail you but they still have coaches that. um <laughs> they added morgan burnett um i was sad to see him leave green bay but happy he went to another team that i can i can somewhat support in pittsburgh um they also added stevon ridley and um bucky hodges um long time um minnesota viking great for all of 365 days um I don't even think he did much. Um, they lost William Gay and Mike Mitchell, a um, couple of their de- um, defenders. Um, in the Can't draft, say Gay, Josh. It's 2018. Come on. <laughs> they drafted Terrell Edmonds. Um, he was a safety, as well as James Washington, who was a second-round wide receiver. I think I mentioned him in one of the earlier podcasts um, as being impressive so far. Um as far as um, being a wide receiver um, in, in what some considered a deeper class and, and, and kind of standing out and doing well so far. Um, the Ravens, they went 9-7 and seven last year. I have them going 8-8 eight and eight this year. Um, they have the Calm Harbaugh, Harbaugh brother. Um, they also added John Brown, who is concussion central. Um, he suffered quite a few of those while in Arizona. Michael Crabtree, um, getting him as far away from Aqib Tlaib as possible um, with him out in L.A. And then um, Michael Crabtree out in Baltimore now. Um, they added Jeremy Macklin. Um, or there was a Jer- Jeremy Macklin fiasco where he failed a physical after signing. Um and then they he didn't end up signing there because of it, and then that's when they got Crabtree. Uh, they also added RG3, who did indeed make that 53-man roster, as we talked about earlier, and then Willie Sneed. They lost Danny Woodhead um, and Ladarius Webb, um, and then in the draft they took uh, Lamar Jackson, Hayden Hurst, who has been impressive so far as a tight end. Um, they're really hoping to get out of that funk of drafting tight ends that don't pan out. Um, they, they made a joke on the radio the other day that when I was listening that they haven't had a tight end um, since um, oh my gosh now I'm drawing a blank on the name um, help me out Dennis oh, Heap Max Williams Dennis Heap um, or D- Dennis Peta Peta yeah what Todd Heap oh, I'm sorry it's 11:30 way past my bedtime um, and then they also added um, miscellaneous pieces to help them lose eight games um, the Bengals went seven and nine last year I'm projecting them to go six and ten um, their head coach my notes I must have been just in a great mood at work when I was stepping up all these notes because um, the, the 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 note I have is Marvin. I'd have been fired if I had coached in Cleveland by now. Lewis. Um, they added Moritz Boringer. Um, he's a fun Minnesota um, practice squatter person. I'm I think. Um, Mo Bo. He's yeah. He's the German guy we drafted yeah. last year. Um, they also added Matt Barkley um, and to replace the AJ McCarron backup role. Uh, they lost Jeremy Hill, AJ McCarron, Carl Bradford, um, and the rookie Brandon LaFell. 
um, in the draft that took Billy Price um, center. Um, he's, and then miscellaneous pieces to fix kind of their disaster of an O-line that gave um, Joe Mixon zero chance to run last year. Browns, last year they went 16-0, and 0-16. Um, 0 and, 16. Um, and then uh, this year I have them projected at 16-0. Yep, I have them projected at 5-11. and 11. Um, Hugh, 1-31 and 31 Jackson, um, is the head coach still, for some reason. Um, they added everybody this offseason. Um, Tyrod, Landry, um, Hyde, EJ Gaines, um, Jeff Janis, who they also cut, um, Joel Stave, um, Michael Kendricks, who just went to prison, and about uh, 48 other people. Um, they lost Joe Thomas, um, which is unfortunate, best left tackle in the I'd game. I'd say Joe Thomas lost the Browns, not the other way around, Josh. Um, and then um, as far as their other losses, I don't even think they really mattered. They weren't 0-16, so yeah. Um, in the draft, they took Baker, number one overall, kind of shocked a lot of people. And then Denzel Ward, who is undersized as a corner, but um, very, very um, instinctive and g- good. And um, he was one that I was hoping the Packers would trade up for even. Um, but I'm also happy um, that they got him. They took Nick Chubb in the second, which some thought was a steal. They thought he was a first-round talent. Um, hasn't done much in the preseason, but it's also the Browns. Um and then Antonio Callaway in the fourth, um, who is who um, has been said a first round talent, but an undrafted um, personality because he is apparently always in trouble. Um, he actually got cited for marijuana in the preseason, um, and Hugh one in thirty one Jackson's punishment to him was to have him play the entire game in preseason to prove he deserves a spot on the team. Take it away, garlic. Yeah, uh, just for Nick Chubb for a second. Do you think being drafted by the Cleveland Browns that like kind of ruins a career that could have otherwise been promising? Not necessarily. I mean, Joe Thomas, he, he's he was a lifetime Cleveland Brown, and um, and, and I mean, he should be first ballot Hall of Fame. He's one of the best left tackles to ever play the game. Um, I mean, there's there's some players that have played in that jersey in the, that Jim Brown. Um, there's I guess, yeah, he's probably doomed. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Couldn't really think of any more names, could you? Um, so, yeah. All right. AFC South, I got, we got the Jags. I'm a, you know, I like the Jags, actually. I give him, you know, I give him some shit sometimes. I give Blake Bortles plenty of shit because he deserves it. But the Jags, um, 10 and 6 last year. I actually am going 11 and 5 this year. Um, they got Doug Marone. Um, basically, Tom Coughlin runs that team, but it's more of a shadow coaching situation. And then uh, Tony Sperano Jr., I think he's their own line coach or something like that. Um, just shout out to him after his dad passed. That, you know, that's got to suck. But uh, he's there to do a job, and that's what his dad would want. So um, they added Dante Moncrief. Austin Safari and Jenkins and Alex Paul in the offseason just trying to give themselves some more offensive weapons um, they lost Chad Heaney Chris Ivory Alan Robinson Alan Hearns Mercedes Lewis and uh, I don't know how to pronounce that last name Paul Pazlozny uh, yep Pazlozny um, so yeah um, you know there's, there's Leonard Fournette's great Blake Bortles is serviceable at times you know I haven't really seen a pattern yet on when he's good and when he's bad but um, they drafted the defensive tackle Taven Bryan and also DJ Chark who's a wide receiver uh, so we'll see how the team does that defense is absolutely stout Leonard Fournette is a stud um, so as long as Blake Bortles isn't throwing 18 picks a game that team should definitely go 11-5 and easily 
Um, the Titans nine and seven last year. I'm going nine and seven again. Um, no more Mike Malarkey. Their head coach is named Mike Vrabel, who is also arguably like a PC principal type of guy. Um, he's just a big meathead beefcake. Uh, beefcake. Um, they added Blaine Gabbert, Deion Lewis, and Malcolm Butler in the offseason, and they lost DeMarco Murray and Eric Decker. Um, they drafted Rashawn Evans. Um, who I think is a defensive end and then uh, or defensive end after Sean Evans if it's not and then a safety um, Titans not a very exciting team Marcus Mariota I actually just watched a highlight clip the other day of him throwing a bunch of picks in a row um, I don't know nine and seven might be generous highlight. but uh, <laughs> low light whatever um, it's a funny clip actually it was part of the uh, why your team sucks for the Tennessee Titans Drew Marjorie gave me that so thanks boss um, Colts four and twelve last year didn't help that Andrew Luck wasn't on the field. Um, hopefully he's back this year. Even if he is, I have him go seven to nine. Um, no more Chuck Pagano though. Frank Reich um, is their is their head coach now, and then Robert Mathis is their pass rusher consultant. Um, so that's kind of a cool role for him. Good for him. Probably something you know some similar role that um terrence newman will have with the vikings obviously not pass rush consultant but just some name made up name um for ads that literally put nothing uh, i don't know if they added anyone in the offseason or maybe it was just no one i knew um but they lost the ageless wonder frank gore dante moncrief and john bostic josh i put that one in there just for you um they why tried, john bostic i don't know why not um brandon so, bostic no 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 john bostic um and then they they drafted again players i don't know much about um the most exciting was naheem hines or naheem hines however you say that um that's the running back that uh you know will be competing with marlon mack for those first overall reps um colts if andrew luck's good that that could easily be a winning playoff team if andrew luck's bad if andrew luck's not on the field i'm sorry but jacoby Brissett's not your answer um even if he was a patriot um, lastly, the Texans four and twelve last year. I actually have the Texans going ten and six this year. Big fan of uh, Deshaun Watson. Um, their head coach is Bill O'Brien. Their DC is Romeo Romeo Cornell. Um, and then their on the special note here is their offensive slash special teams assistant is Wes Welker. So he's getting some coaching job going. Um, in the off season, they added Joe Motherfucking Webb. Good for them. They also added Zach Fulton and Tyron Matthew. Um, they lost Tom Savage and Brian Cushing. So, Brian Cushing, not a great loss. I don't know if he retired or if he's just on a new team. I think he retired. Um, and then Tom Savage, who gives a fuck about him. Um, they drafted people that exist. I don't know. I don't give a shit about the Texans. Josh, go AFC East. All right. AFC, um, AFC East. Um, pay attention to the projections that I shout out to you as well. Um, Patriots, last year they went 13-3. and I have them going 13-3 and as well. Um, they got Billy B, y'all, as their head coach. Um, uh, Sith Lord, um, Bill Belichick, that is. Um, they added Trent Brown, Jason McCourty, Corderell Patterson, Jeremy Hill, Jordan Matthews, um, who then went to IR, and then Adrian Claiborne. Uh, they lost Danny Amendola, um, Butler, Brandon Cooks, Deion Lewis, and Nate Solder. Um, in the draft, they took Isaiah Wynn, offensive line, and then Sony Michelle, who Kevin Brown had mentioned earlier. Um, and, and I was extremely high on him as well, just because of his ability to kind of do it all. Um, it's the Patriots. Their their quarterback is too pretty to lose. Um, and so they'll. I, I, I can't see them losing... Um, or winning less than 10 games. 13-3 and three is kind of that projection that I had for them, though. Um, Bills, last season, 9-7. and seven. Um, Playoff team. Yes, uh, they they definitely, um, they're thanking the Bengals. The Bengals, um, week 17 game, sent them to the playoffs, and so they threw like a little parade for them and a party and everything. It was kind of funny to read about. Um, I have them going 3-13 and 13 this offseason, and I don't know why. Um, 
coaching, I don't honestly know any of their coaches. Leslie Frazier, please, Josh. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to stand by what I said. Um, they <laughs> added uh, Curly, um, Marshall Newhouse, the tackle, and then John Ryan, the punter. Um, I don't know why it's in all caps on my notes. Why are you so excited about John Ryan? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, they lost uh, Richie Incognito, and honestly, the entire NFL should lose Richie Incognito forever. And um, I mean, just I, never let him back. The guy gets a bad rap. I want to believe it's because of the concussions. I want to believe it's because his head's fucked up. But yeah, no, I see yeah, what you're there's saying. definitely there's mental health issues. But we're not. We shouldn't get into any of that on this. We're not um, qualified to, to do so. Um, then they lost Eric Wood, who's a, a pretty serviceable center as well. In the draft, they took Tremaine Edmonds. They're extremely high on him. A lot of people were. Um, and then Josh Allen. And I, I put LOL in a parenthesis next to it because I think that of the, the five quarterbacks or whatever it was this draft, I thought he was the worst. Um, Dolphins, they went 6-10 and 10 last year. I project them to go 3-13 and 13 this year. Um, their coaching staff, Adam Gase. Um, and then some others, I'm sure. Um, they, <laughs> they, added, uh, they added Frank Gore, uh, Brock Lobster, um, Bryce Petty, um, Josh Sitton, Danny Amendola, and then um, Robert Quinn. They lost. That, that's a pretty decent list of ads. I mean, they're not. None of those are like showstoppers or game changers, but yeah, that's good depth all around the board. Sure, uh, Brock Lobster and Bryce <laughs> Petty. Um, Brock Lobster. Um, but uh, they lost Lawrence Timmons, Jarvis Landry, Julius Thomas, Marquise Pouncey, Ndonokan Sue, and then um, Jay Cutler. Um, and so Jay Cutler is off doing his own thing on reality TV and slaying, slaying Poon. But uh, um, that was a big loss. Uh, in the draft, they took Minka Fitzpatrick, who is kind of that safety cornerback hybrid, and then Mike Gusecki, um, tight end, um, who's been kind of turning some heads as far as a tight end that could catch quite a lot of passes this season. Jets, last season, 5-11. and 11. Um, A lot of people project them going 0-17. They were so bad um, on paper before the season last year. Um, I have them going 3-13 and 13 yet again. Um, and they have... For, coaching i i don't know what was going on in my head at work um, when i was Three doing and 13 this. for all the teams that aren't the patriots huh yep i it must be the the brainwashing of bill belichick but um <laughs> um when i was writing my notes up i have for coaching todd bell movement um i think that i thought it was funny because his name is todd bells um <laughs> they added teddy bridgewater well, they had added Teddy Bridgewater, traded him to the Saints, um, who I talked about earlier without mentioning that Teddy Bridgewater is now on their team. You son um, of a bitch. Well, you know. Um, and then Isaiah Crowell, Thomas Rawls, who they also just dropped today, and then Trumaine Johnson at corner. They lost Matt Forte, um, Austin Safarian Jenkins, who I believe went to the Jags. Um, they lost Mo Wilk to the pack, and then Coney Ely. Uh, in the draft, they took Sam Darnold and then Nate Shepard um, at nose tackle that's all i have for the jets uh anything else you want to talk about nfl related josh uh no i think um i think that's about it we could talk a little bit about kind of the plan for tomorrow because you did mention that we're going to have two in the next uh two days yep uh first of all i understand like like kind of like the last one this podcast is probably more boring um than kind of what we plan on doing i was bored so i don't blame you for being bored 
Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, again, this is kind of this is more like a, a paperwork type of podcast. We just want to create some characters. Plus, it's like practice for us just kind of getting the recording down. Um, so if no one listens to this, you know, whatever. Um, but, you know, this is something we can reference. You know, we talked about it. Uh, and we can be like, oh, remember when you said? And, you know, just add some content to the show to be able to call back to. Um, so thank you to anyone who listened. I doubt anyone made it this far. Um, but, yeah, um, tomorrow, like Josh was talking about, we're going to do another bonus episode just for practice. Practice, practicing recording and getting it done um it's gonna be we're gonna be live podcasting at draft we have uh, not that the podcast will be live but we'll be podcasting live during our draft um so we'll be podcasting as we draft um we don't really have any good game plans for that um we're just gonna you know talk about our draft picks and kind of what's happening around us in the draft um and any dead air we'll try and fill with whatever we got um it's a dynasty league i don't know how deep our roster is but uh you know we'll have eggs and bacon in our belly and now we'll be feeling good in our belly i'm gonna be eating it while we do the podcast if we have to draft no, no, I'll, I'll be eating leftovers during that. But um, that's fine. Yeah, no, I think I think a good plan of action for tomorrow is going to be just kind of sitting down um, during that first ten picks. Uh, I believe we're pick ten of twelve. Um, we'll we'll talk a little bit about the scoring rules. Um, I I don't think I, it's half point PPR. That's really all I know. We could talk about roster slots and how many there are. I think there's fifteen bench slots. Um, but then just kind of like garlic said going over the picks uh, maybe making fun of some of the picks that these people played we've never met these people um it sounds like half the league is from australia and half the league is from chicago so um hopefully they take trubisky off the board like first round um but who knows we could be playing with a bunch of nfl executives and we just get laughed at for drafting people yeah um i don't really have anything else i think that was josh kind of signing off as well um so again thank you to anyone who listened i'll give one last shout out to my good buddy levi Oki. um he's the one who made our beautiful art that you're probably it's looking at adorable right now. caramel i love it mm-hmm. um I, you know obviously he's the artist that worked on him a little bit um, with how it would look but all the credit goes to levi if you want to see him again that's levi Oki illustration um that's on instagram and for business inquiries you'll find his email in his instagram bio could you spell illustration for me one more time no i could not oh is this the right sound clip if i hit i i was checking the uh specs on the end line for the rotary girder i'm retarded that's how you spell illustration, Josh. Um, yeah, thanks everybody for joining us. Um, feel free to, you know, I don't think anyone listened to this one, but if you have any opinions on anything we talked about today or anything else, email us at uh, hiddenoaksoverdose at gmail.com. Thank you, everybody. I love you a long time, and uh, have a good one. Get out of here, Josh. That's no, get, stop. That's not how we sign off. Unbelievable.
Maybe I'll, uh, at some point I'll cut out Kevin's clip and, uh...